Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Revolution Awakening. I am your host, Angelica, and I am joined today with my co-host, Julie. And we have a special guest on today. His name is Seth. He's the owner of Tourmaline Spring, which is a company out of Maine that provides some of the finest drinking water from an absolute pure source, um, which is unlike any other that we see in the world. Um, Termaline Spring, they have also recently won two Fine Water Society Awards and have gained much attention in the media as well. So we are really excited to speak with Seth and we wanted to give him a really big shout out for agreeing to come on our show. Um, This is the second time we had the pleasure of hosting him. Um, You can always go back into our old shows he was on about a year and a half, and a half ago, um, and re- we really enjoyed his presence, so super happy to have him back. Um, we're really focusing on water itself, what the difference is between all of the brands that we see out there, because we are bombarded um, by many options in our grocery stores, and when they all look the same, it's kind of hard to decipher which is best for us. So Seth is going to give us an educational rundown on the differences between water and why Tourmaline Spring is the brand that you want to go for. Um, in no way is this episode sponsored. He is just a wonderful person, and I really believe, um, Julie and I really do believe in what he is doing um, for the world, for the community that he serves as well. Um, very interesting scientific stuff we are going to get into today. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode, and here we go. Can you tell us how and why Tourmaline Spring, we should be choosing this as consumers? I mean, you don't need to convince me, but for the listeners out there. All right, perfect question. So what I'm going to do is talk a little bit about what's out there first, so that way people can get an idea as to why this is such a unique water. So 90-something, the upper 90 percentile of all bottled water that's available on the market pretty much anywhere around the world, but certainly in the United States, is filtered tap water. So that means that we don't know the source of water. You know, it could be tap water coming from one of any of the hundreds and hundreds of municipalities or thousands potentially across the country. And that tap water could be subjected to any plethora of you know, chemicals, contaminants, you know, toxins, whatever, whether in trace amounts or in, you know, higher than EPA, you know, average allowed amounts. Mm -hmm. So it's all going to be, it's kind of like this roll of the dice, you know, it's this crapshoot essentially of, you don't know what tap water you're going to get. And then they filter it, they process it, they just really kind of mangle the water. And then they bottle it. So that's what most of the bottled water on the market out there is. And, you know, another interesting thing, which is sad, really, but the United uh, United Civil, what do they call it, the ACU or something? It's basically, mm-hmm. it's like the civil engineers of the United States just graded the tap water infrastructure of the United States a D. That was its rating. It got a D in 2017 and so this is a big deal it's a huge huge deal because to fix tap water infrastructure is going to cost a 
fortune, mm-hmm. but it needs to be done because it could be one of the greatest, you know, health issues of our time. So anyhow, that is what most of the bottled water comes from. Then the remaining water that's out there, okay, still a much smaller percent, but still quite a, a big number of, of multinational bottled water company brands out there are selling what's called spring water. But most of those are not actual spring water. It's just well water. And so the reason why they call it spring water is because at one point, a lot of these sources, a lot of these bottled waters probably were a spring. But a natural spring, unless it's truly prolific and just you know producing massive amounts of water, usually doesn't put out enough water to sustain a big multinational corporation's bottom line. And so what they'll end up doing is drilling boreholes into it so that they can extract more water than the spring itself would naturally provide. Mm -hmm. And so what happened in the early 2000s, a bunch of these big multinationals, most of them aren't even, they're not even from the United States, but they all have companies here in the United States. They got together, they got together a bunch of lobbyists, and they lobbied to have the definition of what, you know, what encapsulate, what spring water is to be changed, according to the FDA. And so they were successful in doing that. So now water that comes out of a well can be called and labeled spring water. So that's, so all it is is glorified well water. And why that's a problem is because when you bypass the final stages of a natural spring, which is when, as the water bubbles to the earth's surface, is when it undergoes the most amount of natural purification. So when you drill a, a borehole, you know, a big giant like pipe, and you bypass that natural filtration that occurs through all these layers of earth, silk, sediment, bedrock, everything that's in there, then you you don't have that natural purity. It's just not there. And so the water comes out of the ground almost in an unready or you know a, a non-ripe kind of way to kind of liken it up to a fruit. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the next big category of what most bottled water out there is. And then, okay, the smallest subcategory of bottled water that's out there is premium waters. And this consists of the small companies like mine. And, you know, the, there's quite a few, but they're very, there's not a lot compared to You know, there's a lot of these little companies, but they don't have a very big market share. They have a very, very little reach because these big giant companies have basically dominated the entire uh, marketing land space. And because people don't overall don't really understand that water is not just water and that there's some really profound differences between drinking water, not just subtle, but profound differences then people aren't, you know, they haven't been quick to catch on. Mm-hmm. However, that has been changing, and that's something we can get into later. But of this remaining category are the small companies like mine. And of all those companies, you know, I can honestly say that I don't know of any other company that I've seen on this planet who will actually show 
where the source, where their spring water is bubbling up out of the ground. Mm -hmm. And so this is what makes tourmaline spring unique and different. And there's a lot of things. So I won't, I'll try to keep it as short as I can. But essentially, my, it's a family owned business. My friend Brian saw this amazing property. You know, a big multinational up here was trying to get it, but the landowner didn't want to sell it to them. She took a risk and sold it to my friend who didn't have nearly, even, you know, anywhere near the capital that the other company was offering her. But she didn't want it to go to them. So he bought this property, and instead of just, you know, drilling into it and sucking the water out of the ground and selling it, treating the water like a resource, which is what most people do, you know, he instead took the approach of being a proper steward. And so a land steward, a water steward, and he built a really powerful kind of geoengineering feat here, a design where he put a stainless steel encapsulation unit around the actual source where the water is bubbling up, mm-hmm. protecting it. And it worked, which is amazing because he didn't know if it would work. It's not something that anyone's ever really done before. And so he was able to do it. He basically put this thing, this stainless steel encapsulation unit around the spring so that the water is still able to bubble up to the Earth's surface and not be infected or contaminated with any outside contaminations. That can range from radioactive isotopes, you know, the airplane contrails, environmental pollutants, you know, tailpipes from vehicles, you know, exhaust, anything, anything. So he then was able to gravity feed that water from the actual source into a bottling facility that sits about 50 to 75 feet underneath the actual source, and that's it. The water bubbles up to the Earth's surface. It gets gets carried into this stainless steel pipe and right into the bottling bottling facility, and that's it. It just gets bottled as is like that. I love that. So, and, and there's videos of this, right, that people can yes. actually see. Yes. Yeah, you can see it. If you go to the tourmalinespring.com website, you can see all of that. Mm-hmm. So that's the bottling operation. That's what, you know, that's just the bottling operation itself is so unique that it, it's just one of a kind. Now, the water is something else just, like, really, really profound because the lack of radioactive isotopes, as I just said before, the lack of all, of, of any anthropogenic input, they call it, which essentially means industrialization, you know, being affected by man's influence. There is nothing. You know, we do, it, the natural purity of this water is so unheard of that pretty much every hydrogeologist that I've spoken with and shown our water tests to and had them review it because these water tests aren't just like one or two pages. They're literally 26-page reports that, you know, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to need a Ph.D. to even <laughs> know half this stuff is. But, you know, over time, I just began learning it and really, really you know, understanding what it consists of. And it's mind-blowing because in this situation, the Earth created a perfect drinking water. And what I mean by perfect is the taste profile is is um, it's award-winning we won two awards last year 
um, international awards out of you know 150 waters from all over the world. Oh, congratulations! Thank you, thank you. And but the reason why is because it has a perfect TDS, which means total dissolved solids. The the mineral content of this is so low, which is really kind of staggering because the water is going through one of the most prolific mineralized granite bodies in the world literally like it's called a complex gem pegmatite so it's literally what that means it's a granite body loaded with complex crystals Mm -hmm. so you would think that you know going through this kind of granite body it'd be like a really highly mineralized water but it's not it's a really really low mineral water so which goes on to speak further about why does this water have such a low mineral content, you know, despite the fact that, you know, at a perfect taste profile, despite the fact that it's in this area that is just loaded with complex mineralogy. Mm. And this is where it took a lot of research, it took a lot of investigation and, and a lot of digging up, not metaphorically, not physically, we didn't dig anything out, but... It took a lot to really kind of figure out the mystery here because even a lot of the hydrogeologists couldn't explain where this water was coming from. You know, there's so many anomalies to the spring. Like, one, it's it's a high elevation source. It sits at almost 1,000 feet above sea level. You know, most springs in this area are down low because they're pressurized. That's where the aquifers are pressurized enough to be able to push the water to the Earth's surface. Mm-hmm. But this one's really high up. For, for the East Coast. And so for that much water to be pushed that high up, you know, because it's a lot of water, it's a tremendous amount, there's got to be tremendous hydrostatic pressure that enables it to come up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they would say, well, even though it's up high on, the, on this hill or the mountain, there isn't enough surface area on top of the mountain for it to create that much water. So it's not coming from it's not coming from the mountain itself. They know that. So then the next thing was like, well, it's got to be coming from a mountain system that is nearby, which would be Mount Washington and the presidentials. And, you know, and, and for a while they were like, yeah, that's probably where it's all coming from. But that didn't make sense because it's rare for water to travel. You know, like it's 55 miles away basically from where this source is to you know, the White Mountains. Mm -hmm. And it's rare for water to travel that far. It could, but what would really make it rare is that water would be traveling horizontally, Mm -hmm. meaning that it would be filtering through, you know, miles and miles of bedrock, which would cause it to have a much higher mineral content. So that idea eventually became debunked. And then it was back to, well, we don't know where it comes from. Until finally, we had um, a really brilliant water chemist, a guy named John Dyer, who owned a water laboratory. And, you know, we just kept asking him, like, you know, help us crack the code here. Like, what is the deal with this water? Where is it coming from? How, How old is it? You know, all these questions. And he said, have you ever heard of primary water? And, you know, neither I nor Brian had heard of that. So I started researching it. And it's essentially this. It's 
the water that exists on the earth came from inside of the earth. Mm-hmm. And the same magmatic processes, you know, the same, like from lava, from magma, the, the deep stuff that's happening inside of the earth, just as it creates rare earth minerals and, you know, different types of metals, so too is it creating water. And this is now, this is no longer a theory. It's been fully 100% proven. You can research it. A lot of scientific journals will, they now have published studies on it. And, wow. But it's, what it does basically, the water, it comes together in a layer of rock called ringwoodite. And they say that there's, there's three to four times more water inside of the earth bound to these certain geological mineral areas than there is water on the surface of the planet. Oh, wow. And and it's pure and it's potable. And hydrogeologists that understand this know how to find this water in certain types of, you know, crystalline granite bodies. That's, That's where this water is accessed. So... You know, I, I spoke with a guy named Paul Power who runs the Primary Water Institute out of California. And he really just enlightened me about how powerful this whole concept is and what it could potentially mean for the world. And he was the first one to say without doubt that this is a primary water source based on the geology, the the nature of it, basically everything, the low mineral the low TDS everything about it, all of its attributes were the result of a primary source of water created by the earth that was seeking out outlet naturally because this water's pressurized underneath the planet. And in some areas it's really, really pressurized and so it's always gonna look for ways to seek outlet, to find a way to release and to surface. And and it believe it or not, this this type of water does surface in a lot of places around the world but it doesn't come up through granite bodies like this. And so, you know, if it comes up like an oasis in the desert is a perfect um, model of primary water. You know, there's no hydrologic cycle anywhere in the desert, but all of a sudden there's this massive thing of water and there's trees around it, animals drinking out of it, but there's no hydrologic cycle, meaning there's hardly any rain, there's not, you know, no clouds, not, nothing really like that going on. But because the water is coming up through really soft and porous geologic substrates, you know, like limestone or whatever, water is known as the universal solvent. And so it's going to take on the qualities of whatever it is that it's flowing through. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this water becomes contaminated with, you know, even just because it's a natural water doesn't mean it's good. It can easily be subjected to heavy metals and things that are in the rock on their own. Then in other places, you know, like in a desert or, you know, in a jungle or anywhere, then there's going to be animals walking through the water. There's just there's a lot of different things that can happen. So for a spring like Tourmaline Spring, Summit Spring, Maine, which is where it comes out of Harrison, Maine, to be able to be emerging out of the ground with such a perfect taste profile, with no anthropogenic input, and it's so rare. It's it's sadly it's it's so rare that it's really almost 
impossible to find. Mm-hmm. Not impossible, but it's just really, really rare. So that's a lot. You know, I don't want to just like. No, that's that's great information. Yeah, it's awesome. That's real. It's really unique too. That I mean, it's it's kind of in our backyard since you're in Maine and we're in Massachusetts. Are there other places like this around the world that that's known? There are. There's definitely sources like this. Mm-hmm. There. You know, I think it's it's something that they're not really well known, mm-hmm. um, but there definitely are sources of water out there that are primary in nature or mostly primary because some of these sources will have secondary water that filter into them because water from the hydrologic cycle will, you know, it goes down, it seeks, you know, it'll, it'll filter down through the rock and into cracks and you know, different things like that that are there just as it's trying to come up, you know. So it does get contaminated contaminated with secondary water. Um, but they're rare. They're very definitely rare. So the only and, one, really, that's producing it in, to the public is you, is tourmaline. Yes, yeah. naturally like this. Yeah. Now, the great thing about this, though, is that, you know, skilled hydrogeologists like Paul Power of the Primary Water Institute knows how to go and find this water because this water is everywhere around the world, literally everywhere. And he, I mean, he can go on a, a an island in the Bahamas in the middle of the ocean and drill down and find this water. Mm. And then it comes up to the surface and then suddenly people have access to water that is really way better than most of the tap water mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get anywhere. So it's one of these things that it's, you know, tourmaline spring is just a rare source because it's doing it naturally. It hasn't had anything done to it at all. It's just perfect the way it is. It's like, it's, you know, that's why I, I named the tourmaline spring. It's like the gem of Maine. You know, it's just knowing how rare this is and how beautiful and how valuable naturally pure water is. Right. Not not from a monetary perspective. I mean, yes, obviously it is, but water this pure that has been underground for ten to a hundred thousand years or longer does not you know, it's really, really it has literally been imbued with the energies of the earth right. for mm-hmm. its entire life. Mm-hmm. So that is literally imprinted into you could almost call it the DNA or the, the vibratory frequency of the actual water itself. That is something that we as a species are very, we're very disconnected from the natural world, mm-hmm. obviously. You know, that's why our, we're destroying, people don't know how to live in harmony with the planet. Mm-hmm. Most, some do obviously, but most as a species and as a society and as a civilization, we're very counterintuitively kind of going against the flow, against the grain of the natural world. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, too, is the result of we've lost touch with our own inner nature. People don't even know how to identify with that, or they don't have the ability to really understand what that is. And so a water like this that is so in, it literally it is a product of nature from you know a really profound degree that is completely unaffected by human influence that has a lot of value in how it affects people how it affects your thought process your intuition your feeling mm-hmm. you know we are 60 to 70 percent water 
our brain is 90, you know, 80 to 90%, 80% water. Our blood is 90% water and our cells are surround, are composed of or surrounded by 99% water. So, you know, we are water beings in a water-based world. Right. We are so disconnected from water and nature. And so drinking a water like this can really help people get in touch with their own inner nature, their own, the, the part of them that's out of touch with reality. Mm-hmm. And what the company represents is this philosophy that, you know what, yes, we do. We have one of the last great sources. We protected it. We preserved it. Great. Lucky us, right? We're going to make all kinds of money and see you later. Now, what it represents is that this type of water is accessible for everybody in the world if enough people came together and really cared about it. If companies and corporations got less greedy and began investing more in the health of people instead of you know, mm-hmm. investing in building their, their bottom line bigger, right. then we could start to really have access accessing water like this and when you have water coming up then you have food when you have food then suddenly people don't want to fight anymore Mm -hmm. they don't want war so bigger picture it's like it's so true and and it kind of comes to my next point too that i've noticed in the last year there's been certain um media organizations that have trying to maybe paint tourmaline in a bad light and when you're going back to what you were saying of how it can, you know, change the way you think, and, and it changes everything. Just drinking this water, it's, it kind of, like... Well, it makes you think why people don't want to kind of have access to something like that. Right. Or why aren't they wanting to change the way that they think? And it's not even just about the whole water movement. It's everything that Seth is saying, too, is it's just, like, as a society, we've kind of lost touch with that. So it's not even just the water. It's, like, kind of the big picture as well. Mm-hmm. And so how do you feel about, like those media outlets trying to portray it in a certain light and how has that affected your um, like your revenue sales or anything like that yeah I think it's great I love it because <laughs> it was really such a profound wake up call because you know Libya a year ago just over a year ago out of nowhere I just my email box my, my phone started going crazy just with all these you know, urgent media requests from CBS, Fox News. I mean, it went on and on and on and on and on. I was, you know, I was like, what is this? Is this a joke? You know, and then my phone started ringing off the hook and I didn't answer it at all. I just kept letting him hang up. And then I finally answered it. And it's like, you know, this is so-and-so from the CBS morning show, or this is famous doctor from, I, I, I mean, literally, I'm not even joking. Like probably, I think we had, 200 and over probably close to 250 media inquiries in in that short amount of time from the biggest outlets in the world to the smallest and the biggest ones were just on a war path they wanted to literally tear my company and a couple other small companies in the US who are who are doing the same you know similar not the same at all but similar things to us and, you know, they, they tried to make it like this laughing stock thing, and they were trying to just point out all of this stuff that was 
so obnoxious that nobody in my company had ever said like, oh, just go on the woods and drink water out of any source, you know, yeah. drink. I mean, they were literally like, you guys are advocating drinking water out of a stream or out of a river. And it's like, whoever told you that? Right. Like, never, yeah. ever once has anybody ever advocated anything like that. But that's that was their idea. You know, they had this idea. So we're being accused of all of that. Meanwhile, while the mainstream media is, is attacking us and, and going off on all this stuff, these bombshell reports are being dropped off like wildfire. Like the, the Environmental Working Group released a report right on January 11th, in the middle of all this stuff, 2018, stating that 170 million people are drinking radioactive tap water. <laughs> But okay, that's okay. <laughs> that's yeah, that's right. It's okay to drink that. And then there's a lot of lead pipes still and things like that. Yeah. And there's just so many crazy things and they're saying this is wrong. Yeah. Millions of lead pipes. Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Everybody got all focused on that and that's what got people's attention. But still, it's amazing how people, it, it, it's almost like water bypassing, right? Like the whole spiritual bypassing thing. Like, People don't want to look at the reality of the water they're drinking. It, it's so easy to make fun of a company in the state of Maine who has truly been doing this the correct way and been offering a water that's been known as a healing tonic, you know, for over 140 years. Mm-hmm. You know, we have records dating back 300 years of people drinking this water untreated. Mm-hmm. And but it, it's funny. They want to make fun of us for doing that. Meanwhile, the water they're drinking in, showering in, mm-hmm. cooking their food in, right. buying all their produce, you know, their produce is all grown with it. This is the real news. And so what a way to divert attention to something that could be potentially, you know, they're, and they're laughing about it. They're like making fun of it. Right. But as soon as we would start calling out, like, look, you know, Iron toxicity is a big deal. There are mil- most of the infrastructure, the water infrastructure, is made of iron. Mm-hmm. You know, like lead pipes. They were using lead pipes. Every- There's millions of lead pipes across this country still being used. Mm-hmm. Still, right. I mean, you know. But oh no, we don't. That that's not funny. They don't even want to talk about it. So, you know, what it really shows is that people are so brainwashed you know and I'll, I'll use I'll be strong with these words here mm-hmm. why not mm-hmm. people are so blinded to reality that they will make fun of that which they're not really willing to understand in the name of entertainment mm-hmm. before they will confront the reality the sobering reality of what they are actually doing to themselves and you know what that is such a brutal level of self-deceit and it's something that we as individuals have to really take personal responsibility for and and care about it mm-hmm. not just for ourselves but for others for the sake of the planet for the sake of our children because a lot of these old systems okay like whether it's the water infrastructure whether it's the current economic system, you know, what all these systems that we are currently experiencing right now on the face of this planet were set up and created a long time ago and they're changing. You know, now people are waking up across the globe and they're realizing that 
a lot of the systems that bring us our food, our nourishment, our entertainment, our awareness, our art, our whatever, are no longer really serving who and what we are as beings on this planet. And the most obvious way to figure that out is we're totally disharmonious with natural law. Mm -hmm. So, but many realize that now and we are taking the power back. Meaning we are going back inside of ourselves. We're not going to live lives you know, just addicted to our own response to fear. You know, because that's what a lot of people do. They want to ignore the bigger issues of our time because they're afraid of it. But really what it is, they're afraid of facing their own need to be responsible to deal with these things. Mm -hmm. But that's coming to an end because we have to face our fear. We have to we have to take personal responsibility for how we conduct ourselves in this world because there's enough of a momentum now, a movement of people who are truly committed to making this world a healthier, more loving, more harmonious place, despite the draconian rules and laws mm-hmm. of the old that are on their way out. Yes, yes. I, I love everything you just said. It Agreed. really hits the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, and since we are approaching our last 10 minutes, I did want to um, ask you, where can consumers find your product? And is it available in all 50 states? And is it overseas as well or just in this country? Um, we, we're mostly on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in health food stores, you know, a lot of, pretty much any kind of store in, you know, convenience stores, health food stores. Um, gas stations, some up here. We're in gourmet shops. We're in a lot of different places. We're in, yeah, we're in a lot of states scattered out. We do have nationwide distribution, but it hasn't been fully activated yet. So stores need to request it and at their local health food stores, and then the stores will be able to get it. And if enough of them start to do that, then it will, you know, the distributor will eventually start bringing it to those stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they can, you know, we do have other places in the world that want to carry it and offer it, and I'm definitely working with them now. But the challenge is that water is very heavy. It's very expensive right. to ship. Mm-hmm. It's not really a very carbon neutral thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying to figure out ways to to do that. But in the U.S., if somebody wants it, you know, if they really, really want it, they can get it. Yeah, right. So, and do you have? Um, what are your next plans for um, Termaline in the next year or so? Do you have any goals in mind? Yeah, we we have a lot of. You know, we're finally getting to the point where we have some amazing momentum now. You know, we're we're like on the verge of really getting ready to thrive, and so. With that is going to come a lot of new changes, a lot of things we're going to keep. As we scale this business, we're going to, you know, look at ways that we can make this more environmentally sound. We're going to look at ways that we can really increase the integrity of this. Additionally, we want to really unleash a lot more education-based information because people, a lot of this is people just don't understand how important water is this water you know primary water you know there's so many different topics relating to water even 
the esoteric aspects of water, you know, to the basic biophysical standpoint. There's so much information that needs to be revealed from top to bottom that can really help empower people no matter where they are and no matter what kind of water they currently have access to. So we want to do a lot more education and outreach and we want, we're definitely going to be working with the Primary Water Institute to help fund their efforts and bring water to places where people don't have access to it. Mm-hmm. You know, they've drilled almost a thousand wells in sub-Saharan Africa, mm-hmm. which is incredible. You know, it's just incredible to see people who don't have access to water who are literally dying from mm-hmm. it that suddenly do. Um, so we have so much plan. I mean, we're, we're literally, we're just chipping away one step at a time getting it. Well, we're really That's happy. Amazing. Um, that you, you know, took your time out to talk to us today and educate all of our listeners about this. I mean, we really enjoyed having you on the show last year, and um, we're just happy to, to hear that your brand is growing and I know, evolving. you guys have come so far. I feel like yeah. we were both in infancy, I feel like, a year and a half ago, and it's nice to see how much you guys have bloomed mm-hmm. since then. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to ask a question really quickly before we wrap up, too, because I feel like I try to ask everybody this, but in light of being such a mindful Um, company and you know you seem like a really mindful person I know we've talked before uh, on our last episode but what are some things in light of like the stresses that you go through what that you do to kind of practice maybe some self-love routines or things to stay mindful like in your day-to-day life (laughs) so what I really try to do is be detached mentally emotionally physically to anything that would appear to be stressful in my life and I have to the practice isn't essentially being detached it's reminding yourself enough times to be detached in the face of the things that are going to stress you out and when you do that enough then it starts becoming more of like a a second nature kind of response and the more you do that the more at peace you become with whatever is happening Mm-hmm. And that's really it, you know? Like, if there's so much that we think we know about this world, but the reality is we know very, very little. And so the less attached we are to it, mm-hmm. you know, the less we try to understand it, the more we get to experience it for what it really is. Right. And that is where the true power lies, and that's where the true healing lies. It's not about being detached from, you know, your feelings or it. It's the opposite. It's about detaching from the things that you don't have control over and allowing yourself to become fully attached to this flow of life that is beating each and every one of our hearts, you know, that's causing our lungs to breathe, that's allowing thoughts to arise in our mind. That's what's real, you know. It's the space between the thoughts. That's what's real. That's what's always been real. Mm. And when we really make a conscious attempt to tune into that and make it a a primary thing make it something that you know it's it's imperative that we make that a you know almost like a priority it's you know for me that's the priority then suddenly the world becomes a lot less stressful and you feel a lot more empowered to be able to do things for those who are really caught up in you know, how severe this, this world can look at times. 
like that. I like that, too. Um, I like how you said it's the space between the thoughts, too, um, because, you know, we're constantly thinking. I mean, we say it on all of our shows, fight or flight, and you're always thinking in this stressed-out state, where am I going to get this money? When Do I have time to do this? Do I have this person doesn't like this? Blah, blah. So I like how it's the, you know, the thoughts in between where you have that moment of clarity to kind of focus on. Yeah, I, like I like that. that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Seth, for taking the time again. Um, We appreciate it greatly. And um, to all of our listeners out there, can you give them your social media accounts so they they can follow you? Yeah. Yeah. We, um, so we've got, um, Facebook backslash Tourmaline Spring and then Instagram, which is at Tourmaline Spring. And then our website, our website has a lot of information on it. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I'm probably most active on you know, most of our stuff is, is on Facebook as far as just because it's easier to engage with people on there with mm-hmm. the information because mm-hmm. it's just a bigger platform and you can write more and just share more. Instagram's a little challenging to, uh, you know, convey complex topics right. because it's limited, but Perfect. yeah, we're, we're on those two. Okay, great. So, yes, everybody out there, follow Tourmaline Spring. Look in your grocery stores. If you don't see the water and maybe you're on the West Coast, then ask the suppliers, um, you know, why aren't you carrying that and make it so um, we can, you know, make it a bigger... Yeah, make it happen. Exactly. All right, well, thank you so much. And um, I love you guys. I love everything that you've been doing. So anytime you want me to come back, I would love to. Thank you. Yes, we'll totally be in touch. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much, Seth. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So another episode is in the books. We are so happy we had some technical difficulties. We we did, but they were sorted out. We're detached from that. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. And so we're back next week. Um, we have a great show. And, um, yeah, stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram at Revolution Awakening. And um, we'll see you next week. See ya.